Hi, welcome back to The Cake with Joe and Jane. It's called The Cake because there is a cake for everyone. Whether it's walnut, chocolate, fruit or red velvet, cake is definitely something that unites us here at Salisbury District Hospital. Thanks so much for joining us again. We have a great episode coming up for you all about volunteering. But before we get into the episode, we should probably introduce ourselves again. So I'm Jane. I am one of the divisional heads of nursing here at the hospital. And my name's Joe. I'm the recruitment team leader here at the Trust. And joining us on the episode, we have hospice volunteer Michelle Willis and Richard and Judy Hayes, who are hospital and stars appeal volunteers. But as we know, people are far more than their job title. What is one thing people might not know about you, Michelle? I used to be a child's entertainer in Colchester. And I was the mascot for the uh, play and swim events and had to dress up in the humongous Wilf the Whale costume, (laughs) Um, along with Dermot O'Leary. I used to work with Dermot O'Leary. Yeah, so that is my claim to fame. Brilliant, thank you. And Judy, what's one thing people might not know about you? I really don't know what people don't know about me. For 28 years, I was a teacher. I ended up as director of music at a public school. I taught in two local schools, no, I beg your pardon, three. And most of the children in the local area, I seem to know. So they probably know more about (laughs) me than I do about them. My turn. Oh, yes. Uh, Probably people don't know I spent eight very wonderful years working for the Red Cross in Winchester. When I left the company, which we sold, I looked for a job and I was 50, whatever, and it wasn't easy. So I went to the Red Cross and said, do you want any volunteers? So we don't need any volunteers, but we can pay you a pittance (laughs) and you can come (laughs) join us. So I joined Winchester British Red Cross Society, as it was then, had a wonderful eight years there doing public relations and fundraising. And it was a terrific eight years until I retired at 60. And then we went travelling and travelling and travelling. So you're all here today to discuss volunteering. So um, if I start with you, Michelle, could you just explain to us what volunteering you are involved with? I'm involved in the, the hospice inpatient unit where I do meals for the patients, cups of tea for the patients, cups of tea for the relatives. I do all the flowers. I try and chat a lot to the patients because patients are more than their illness. And it's amazing. Uh, So Judy, what sort of volunteering are you involved with? 25 years ago, they moved a mobile MRI into the area where there's parking outside the spinal unit. Two or three of us were asked to be volunteers to see the patients into the van. And I did that for a couple of years, loved it. It was very satisfying. And then, of course, we got our own MRI scanner. We did indeed. And there were a few more of us of volunteers and we had a rotor. I came in three times a week to do the mornings. Loved every minute of it. But the one thing that I did find was the fact that I had had cancer twice. 
And I was able to, people who came in such a distressed state, wanting to have their CT scanner or their MRI scanner, and they really didn't know what was ahead for them. And I was able to say, well, I've been there, I've been through all the treatment, and this is how you come out at the end. And it was the being able to help patients that gave me so much well, I won't say satisfaction, but it gave me a feeling that I was very grateful to be a volunteer in the hospital. Since then, I've worked in the bereavement centre. I've worked in various different places around the hospital and on the wards. And now I help with the Stars Appeal shop. Now, that's great fun. Yeah. Great, great fun. We talk to people who come in. I then people will see me again the next week and we have a, another conversation with them. And it's really very, very, well, how can I put it? It's a, something that is well worth doing. That's wonderful. Thank you. I'm a newbie compared to my wife, Judy. So I can only muster up about five years. Uh, we started, both of us, going around all the wards, emptying the star and changing the star's appeal boxes where people put their voluntary donations in. Uh, That lasted, I guess, until Judy's mobility uh, was a problem. And so we both started working in the shop. And as Judy said, it's greatly satisfying work. Prior to that, we did a lot of work helping um, raise money for the MRI scanner, first of all, then for the the CT scanners. Can I say, Richard, that you did 20 years as a volunteer at the Rockbourne Fair. uh, You did all the accounts for the Rockbourne Fair. You raised about £50,000 every year. And then, of course, it came down to the Stars Appeal who have taken over the Rockbourne Fairs. After I left the Red Cross, where the ladies that uh, I used to see quite regularly coming in because they started all the Red Cross shops. They asked me when I retired, would I like to join the committee for the Rockbourne Fair? So, of course, I jumped at it. There were 11 ladies on the committee and me. I mean, who wouldn't? (laughs) (laughs) With your wife's blessing, of course. Uh, I'm not quite sure about that. (laughs) (laughs) So I had a lovely, wonderful time, as you can well imagine, uh, (laughs) for those 20 years. I started by doing, I'm not quite sure what, but finished up for the last 18 as treasurer until we all got a bit ancient and decided we would pass it on to somebody else. A truly tremendous amount of money raised there. It is, and it's a big tradition for the city, isn't it? Everyone really gets excited to build up to Christmas, the Rockbourne Fair. It's, It's fabulous. So much of my, much of my um, life after retiring has been in fundraising and in enjoying helping other people and pay back to the hospital for me as well because I also had non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and all the time I was here having chemo. I can't say it was like a hotel, but it certainly didn't feel like a hospital. It's such a wonderful hospital to... to if you have to be ill, to be ill in. Which is something that we hear time and time again from it anybody is. that comes in to be treated here yeah. at Salisbury is just how wonderful it is as a hospital. 
And what you've all described is you really do contribute to enhancing that patient experience, yes. um, which we all wish could be the best ever. Um, and obviously, with you guys being here, helping be those extra people to talk to, to make the teas, you're, you're making a massive difference. So if I can just ask Michelle, what motivated you to get involved in volunteering? I was in the Market Square one day and I wandered over and saw a young girl crying. She was on the bench and I sat beside her and I said, can I help? Can I, can I get you anything? And she said, um, no, I'm okay. My mum has just gone to get us a cup of tea. And I said, okay, that, that's fine. Do you want me to sit with you a little while? Mm. She said, yes, please. She said, my sister has just died Aww. in the hospice, literally, yeah. that day. So, um, so I sat with her while her, her mum came back. And um, I was sat there for about half an hour with them. Then they went away. And I've just sat there and I'm thinking, I already volunteer or, or did volunteer in Marlborough at the Cancer Research Shop. Yeah. Yeah. I did for five years. And I thought, I need to do, this is my local hospital. I need to do something. And that is why I, I, I want, desperately wanted to become a volunteer. My background is I was an auxiliary many moons ago. Yeah. Um, so I'm used to used to all that, yeah. you know. And that just speaks to who you are as a person to stop a, yes, with to, and comfort I, a total I, stranger. That is just a testament to who you are as an individual. That interaction, as beyond words, helped me with my mind yeah. as well. Oh, okay. It's yeah. Can we explore that a bit more when you say it helped you? Um, just to be able to. So when I started in the cancer research shop, it took me six months to actually walk in the shop to have the confidence to say, can I come and help in your shop? Yeah. Yeah. Is that because something triggered you to lose your confidence? You said you were an auxiliary nurse, which is quite a a, a, front-facing role. Things happen in life. Yeah, they do. Things happen in life. And I lost uh, all my confidence. Um, But that just enabled me. I knew then I could... I could start interacting with yeah. people. And then I was there for five years. I got Volunteer of the Year. Oh, wow. I got Woman of the Year. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And it gave me so much, so much confidence. I do lack confidence, I, you know. Um, but this, even this being here today, you will not understand how good this is for me to be actually sat here. So, Aww. yeah. I because I did say no, didn't I? Know. I did. yeah, when I, I messaged yes, you, I said no, and then I had a word with myself. Yeah, <laughs> and I thought, no, what's what's the worst can happen? Absolutely. And then I saw you on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, no, I think I could talk to this guy. I think yeah. he's all right. I think he's all right. I, he is all right. Isn't he? <laughs> I do. Okay. <laughs> I knew this morning when you appeared at the door. I thought she's nervous, but she's here. That's yeah. the most important thing. The rest we can figure out as we yeah. as we go along. And yeah. not only is she here, but can we say that you've been up overnight baking a special cake for us today? Exactly. So, listeners, if I can describe the cake to okay, you, we yeah. have a Victoria sponge dressed in very decadent blue uh, icing with Battenberg edging, 
with miniature icing people on them representing <laughs> me and Jane. And on top are French fancies, yeah. brownies, miniature style cupcakes. Uh, we will, of course, post pictures of this later on. It is the most wonderful cake I have ever it's been fabulous. presented with. So thank you. I, You're very... It very, has made me smile no end, as you, you can very, see. very, very <laughs> welcome. And, and I say, when I saw yesterday that you were going, yeah. I thought, I cannot just present a Victoria sponge to you. Oh. It's Victoria sponge inside. Yeah. Well, okay. star baker to you, let me oh, assure definitely. you. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Yeah, definitely. No, just enjoy it. It's it, amazing. It's an honour. It really is. So, obviously, over the last couple of years, we've had to be quite strict about who could come on to hospital grounds and who couldn't for obvious reasons with um, COVID. How did it feel for you, having dedicated so much time to supporting and helping others, having that taken away from you? Yes, I guess we all had withdrawal symptoms a bit, didn't we? Not being able to do what we loved doing. It was a desperate two years. Well, <coughs> we had to try and find other things to do. Yeah, how did you, feel, how did you feel that time? Uh, well, being a music lover, of course, I did listen to an awful lot of music. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. And um, not very much TV. Judy's the TV addict. (laughs) I don't think you mean that, do you? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So Judy was literally the queen of daytime TV and you had the radio on in the kitchen. All the soaps, you name it. No, not quite all the soaps, some of the soaps. Well, we go for a long walk every single day. Yes, we used to do a lot of exercise. Good. A lot of exercise. We were very fortunate. We lived in the New Forest. We do live in the New Forest at the moment. And, of course walks were abundant yes so that took a lot of our daytime yeah but um and but we, we quite enjoyed lockdown didn't we We did we did um, we did miss the fundraising aspect, of course yeah yeah yes. it's something that's almost embedded in, mm. in yeah. isn't it? Mm. yes it mm. is yes so knowing what a difference you've already made did was there an element of guilt or concern knowing that the the, the trust was still working we, we, did, we did worry. Um, we used to put all the boxes out into various shops, the Stars Appeal boxes. Yeah. We did worry that that income was being lost. Yeah. And um, not much we could do about it. But we have restarted that now. In fact, we bought in half a dozen boxes today from our local pub. They kept going all through. It was wonderful. And, and they uh, were all full. And they were all full. Oh, so, brilliant. Um, you can, Six boxes. You can never underestimate the generosity of people in a pub, let me tell no, you. No, no, no. After a few it's, pints. Yeah, it's always good to shake those pots when people have had a couple of wines. The drinks and the, and the, the coins change colour, don't they? they oh, go, yes. Well, they turn into silver. notes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Michelle, can I ask you how you found lockdown? Obviously, you're somebody that is very adept at volunteering and, you know, you find it very rewarding as well. How did you cope with the, with the two years that you weren't able to come to site? Well, I've only been volunteering for since last June. Yeah. I was taken on and then suddenly it was, no, we're not quite having people back yet. Yeah. That was a a wee bit frustrating. So what I did, I then started to train my Cocker Spaniel Mm -hmm. to be a therapy dog for the hospice. Yeah. And he passed the other day. Congratulations. But at the moment, moment, this this is Henry. Henry is just my world Mm -hmm. i cannot wait to get that little boy in to the hospice the second he's allowed on site i'm expecting a phone call or an email i will come over and absolutely see him i wanted to bring him today but i didn't think he would be allowed (laughs) oh no we would have loved it oh bless so he had a busy day yesterday so he's having a rest so judy could you please talk to us about what motivates you and what rewards you get from being a volunteer 
I get a lot of pleasure from seeing how patients respond, from being able to talk to them. There was a very young, nice young lady who was also in the Burns unit at the same time as our daughter, and she came down in a wheelchair, and she was looking for conversation, something to help her, and we were able to chat to her, and I was able to commiserate with her because yeah. our daughter was going through the same problems. And it was really amazing to see her improve every week and then finally to be able to leave the hospital. And it was just with a smile on her face because we'd been able to chat and talk. So you volunteered here for a number of years, um, as you mentioned earlier. Have you ever thought about doing it as a job role uh, and actually having an employed role here at the Trust, or would you rather just be a volunteer? I'm in a very fortunate position that I don't need to have an employment job. And And so therefore, I would much rather do it as a volunteer. If I can raise funds for a charity, I am really, really happy. And I think the Stars Appeal does so much for this hospital. We provided the CT scanner. We provided a new MRI scanner. We've given rooms for the uh, people who are in um, intensive care, for the parents, any relatives to be able to stay over. For premature babies, we've been able to provide rooms for the parents to stay. We've done so much for this hospital hospital that there's just no way I would want not to yeah Yeah. so is it fair for me to say then that the argument that some people have that the hospice is part of a hospital and that you're doing duties activities in your volunteer role that some would deem as a a, a job and you should be paid for that you you don't agree with that I don't agree with that at all I don't look at it as a job I look at it as a very humbling experience. I think I'm lucky to be doing it. No, I I don't believe that you should be paid if you're a volunteer. I really don't. For me, I've had so much out of this hospital for looking after Richard, looking after me when we both had cancer. You want to give something yeah. back. So I am so against anybody paying me. Staff are doing a job. There is no question about it. They're doing a job, they're paid for, they're trained for, and their attitude is, I am doing my job. Yes. A volunteer comes in wanting to help. It is a totally different attitude. I will do anything for those patients. I will run for them. I will do anything I can. If they need a drink, if they need help, if they need a handkerchief because they're upset... We're there for them, yeah. As just as Michelle said, yeah. We're there for them. It's a totally, totally different attitude. Yeah. Would you agree with that, Michelle? Yeah. It's like we have more time. Yeah. yeah. Nobody is saying to me if I go into a room, um, you've spent too long in this room. Yeah. We have more time where the nurses have to go in, medications, bathing, that sort of thing. So for anyone listening to this today who is considering becoming a volunteer, what advice would you give to them? I would say that it is the most satisfying way of being able to spend your time. And if you have got time on your hands, the means to be able to get here, there are so many opportunities for people to be volunteers in this hospital, in this magnificent hospital.
if you want to feel have that feeling of of well-being of feeling good about yourself volunteer absolutely volunteer it's amazing it does something for you it does something for, for your mental health it just mm-hmm. it just does something for you every yeah volunteer thank you okay so thank you so much to you all today for answering our questions we have one final question that we must ask before you leave um which some do say is the most important question of the day um what is your favorite cake and why if we start with michelle it is a chocolate brownie baked by Gawa Peninsula <laughs> in nice. Wales. They do the best brownies. You'll have to try one of my brownies. I was going to okay. say, there is a tray of chocolate brownies over there. So after this, after this, there is a taste-off about to happen. Okay, oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. I'll take, yeah. This is what I do. It's different cafes, brownies. Mm. Let's see what this one tastes like. But so they, the, the ones at the Gower Peninsula, nothing has touched them yet. Okay. Today's the day. Today's the day. Jane's brownies, just you wait. <laughs> okay. Uh, Richard, okay. what is your uh, favourite cake and why? I've got two favourite cakes. Mm. One is a, choc- uh, is a lemon drizzle cake, which um, <clears throat> we don't make, but uh, I can we tell have you some. one or two shops here which do. And my favourite favourite, which nobody makes, is a meal feuille. Wow. Ooh. Okay. I'm a, I'm a big cream addict. Yeah, I was going to say that's they very. They did that on Bake Off. They did. I was just going to say they've done that on Bake Off yeah. once, haven't they? I, they've done it on Bake Off. And that's always been my favourite cake. When we used to go on holiday, when I was a child, we used to go to Switzerland, and they had the most wonderful meal fair cakes there, and I still remember them Aww. 80 years on. Well, Jane, get your bake on then. Right, I'm going to have to try that one. Julie noted. I'm with Michelle, and if I can have a warm chocolate brownie with a little bit of ice cream and cream, I'm in heaven. So you're somebody that likes the hot and cold puddings together, much like me. Absolutely wonderful. Brilliant. We we have brownies, we have lemon drizzle. (laughs) So should we wrap this up and start eating? I think we should have some cake, shouldn't we? (laughs) Thanks, everybody, for uh, coming along to this episode of the podcast. Uh, A massive thanks to Michelle, who baked the most wonderful cake. uh, And I really enjoyed the little figurines on top. Very generous with how small she made my waistline as well. So I was quite appreciative of (laughs) that. Yeah, she was complimentary. Uh, And to our very own Richard and Judy, uh, who came along to talk today as well. The Richard and Judy. The Richard and Judy. Just the most wonderful guests on this episode. So thanks very much for coming along. And if you'd like to listen to another episode, they are all available for you now, wherever you get your podcasts from. Right then, Jane. Fancy a slice? How are you?